Rumors turn into unofficial confirmations as the story spreads that Horizon Forbidden West will be delayed into 2022. No official word from Sony on the topic yet. Fortnite is hosting another in-game concert, this time featuring Ariana Grande. And yet another chapter in the Activision Blizzard saga, we highlight more company behavior, both old and new. This is The Daily Reset. Good morning, gamers, and welcome to The Daily Reset, brought to you by The Emergent Gamer. Subscribe and tune in every morning to get all the biggest news stories as you start your day. We're on all major podcast platforms, and we also upload our shows to our YouTube channel if you'd like to listen there. I'm Trib Zero. Let's get you caught up from the weekend with your news for August 2nd, 2021. In yet another blow to Sony's holiday game release schedule, Horizon Forbidden West will be delayed into Q1 of 2022. The news was first shared by Jeff Grubb on his Grub Snacks news podcast on Thursday, then corroborated by Jason Schreier in a Bloomberg article on Friday where he says it's confirmed by a person familiar with the matter. There has been no official word yet from PlayStation about the delay now that there has been reporting on it. Herman Hulst, the head of PlayStation Studios, said in June that the game's holiday release date was not quite locked down. On a PlayStation blog Q&A, Hulst responded to a question asking how the studios were dealing with the challenges of the past year, meaning COVID-19. Hulst said, For Horizon, we think we are on track to release this holiday season, but that isn't quite certain yet and we're working as hard as we can to confirm that to you as soon as we can. If Sony doesn't address this earlier due to the reporting, we may possibly hear official information on this around September. Jeff Grubb also mentioned on Thursday that Sony is planning a September event to possibly showcase some of the bigger games they have coming, like Horizon and the God of War sequel. God of War is another Sony game that has been delayed out of 2021, along with Ghostwire Tokyo and now Horizon. Original rumors put this unannounced event on August 12th, but obviously there is a lot shifting at Sony, so we'll see what they announce for events in the coming weeks. Fortnite is hosting an in-game music festival this weekend called the Fortnite Rift Tour, and Ariana Grande will be the headliner. She says, Working with Epic and the Fortnite team to bring my music to life inside the game has been so fun and such an honor. Fortnite will have themed cosmetics during the event, like an Ariana Grande outfit, to use in the game. Phil Rampula, head of brand at Epic Games, said this about the upcoming music event. Fortnite is a place for the imagination and the impossible. With the Rift Tour, we're bringing a musical journey to life that players can experience, feel, and join alongside their friends. We're so grateful to have an iconic superstar like Ariana Grande and her team join us for a musical experience at metaverse scale, and for players and fans alike to experience the Rift Tour. Fortnite has had previous success with their music events, blowing minds with the interactive Travis Scott in-game concert last year. Ariana Grande is also no stranger to the video game world. In 2017, she was made into an actual playable character in Square Enix's mobile Final Fantasy game, Final Fantasy Brave Exvius. The Rift Tour runs this weekend, August 6th through the 8th. 
It can be accessed from any platform that can download and run the free-to-play Battle Royale Fortnite, except for current iOS devices due to the ongoing lawsuit between Apple and Epic. Updates to the Activision Blizzard harassment scandal continue to roll out, and this week's detail has to do with behavior from the company in 2015, right in the middle of when the company's previously labeled bro culture would have been running unchecked. Blizzard was the sponsor of a major cybersecurity conference in Las Vegas in 2015, and at that conference they had a booth set up in the job recruiting area. A security researcher named Emily Mitchell went over to see what job openings were available. When she asked about the penetration testing position, a cybersecurity term for attempting to breach a secure network, she was instead asked by the male employees at the booth if she was lost, if she came there with her boyfriend, and if she liked being penetrated, among other embarrassing questions. Fast forward two years, and Blizzard is looking to hire a company for network security work. They reach out to a company called Sagita HPC, now known as TerraHash. Guess who the chief operating officer was at the time? If you guessed Emily Mitchell, you win. Emily tells her CEO about the incident, who writes a letter to Blizzard demanding that if they are to do business, then they need to agree to a list of conditions, including a 50% misogyny tax added onto the price of the contract, which would have been donated to multiple organizations that support women in coding, as well as an apology letter from the entire Blizzard C-suite to Emily. Needless to say, Blizzard did not agree to any of those conditions and did not work with the company. According to Mitchell, they were, however, very interested with getting her on the phone with their lawyers to discuss the harassment report. Mitchell says, Ultimately, it felt like they were more interested in gauging their own legal exposure and placating me. In addition to this revelation, Activision Blizzard's Vice President for Corporate Affairs, Fran Townsend, has been tweeting interesting content, such as a link to an article by The Atlantic, along with text in the tweet that said, The problem with whistleblowing. This tweet from Friday aligns with Townsend's communication in her official capacity, where she has called the harassment lawsuit baseless and irresponsible. And even when CEO Bobby Kotick emails the employees to say that corporate's initial messaging was wrong, Townsend continues to display anti-employer sentiments on a consistent basis. And on top of all this, she has begun blocking accounts on Twitter that are directly criticizing her behavior. All in all, not a great look from someone on the leadership team of one of the most closely scrutinized gaming companies in the past year. That's going to be it for Monday, August 2nd, 2021. Subscribe on your favorite podcast service to get up to speed in the gaming world every morning with me, your host, Trip Zero. And be sure to find and listen to our main show, the Emergent Gamer Podcast, live on twitch.tv slash emergent underscore gamer on Wednesday nights, and then on podcast services the next day. Get the news with me and hear the in-depth discussion with the rest of us. I'll see you tomorrow.